All right. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Just a Girl from Cleveland. NFL free agency is on its way, which is so exciting because I know we've all just been dying for things to talk about in regards to football. So it's great to see things really happening now uh, rather than just spending a month contemplating what J.J. Watt is going to do. Uh, We have some other things that we can talk about, which is super great. Uh, And we'll just get right into it because there is a lot to cover. Uh, so kind of going back to, a f- this seems like a million years ago now, but it was probably, what, like two weeks ago, uh, Dak got paid a four-year, $160 million deal. I believe it was uh, in his contract, he's getting a lot of the money earlier on in his deal, which is super beneficial for him. And I mean, hey, good for him. I didn't know if this deal was ever going to happen. Uh, but what I'm more interested in with the deal is what implications this has for other, you know, mid to upper tier quarterbacks in the league, what this means for the type of money that they are going to expect to get um, as, you know, as a good quarterback. Uh, I talk about this a lot with Baker because good quarterbacks don't just grow on trees. Some people think that they'll just find another one if they don't sign their good quarterback. Uh, And it might take you 15 years to find another good quarterback uh, to play in your organization for, you know, a couple years and give you guys a real shot at winning a Super Bowl. Those quarterbacks do not come around every single day. You don't have Dak getting, you know, insane yardage in his games every day from just any quarterback. So I think it is important to pay them uh, when, you know, that opportunity comes up that you have that kind of level of a quarterback. So good for him. But like I said, it'll be interesting to see the Bakers, the Josh Allens of the world, what kind of money they are going to be looking for um, to get for you know, within their organizations. Uh, So yeah, congrats to Dak. Um, Washington football team released Alex Smith. Uh, This happened a couple weeks ago. I think I saw something that did say it was kind of a more mutual in some ways agreement, Uh, but it was kind of sad to see because it was incredible to watch him come back the way he did after his horrific injury. I know I've talked about that a million times on here, but It was crazy to see him come back and play the way he did, Uh, so kind of sad to see that he was released, but it seems like they are moving on to other things. Um, In a little bit more recent news in the last few days, Drew Brees officially announced that he is retiring. We have been debating this for the last few months, the way he left that playoff game against the Buccaneers, kind of glancing around at the stadium uh, surrounding him longingly looking as if he was going to be leaving uh, and he officially posted on Instagram and shared with the world that he is in fact retiring uh, which crazy to just think about his career looking back on it I believe he only won one Super Bowl uh, but obviously a Hall of Fame quarterback very successful in his time in this league. Uh, So I think it was his time. I don't think he should have, some people thought he would come back for another year, but I think you just need to, to end when things are just okay. You know, he made the playoffs. So that was a good ending in a way, not everyone gets to end in winning a Super Bowl. Uh, So I think he needed to be content with that. And you almost don't want to play 
too long to the point where you become really washed up and then it's almost embarrassing that you're still playing. So I think you should, should, this was a perfect note for him to end on. And I think that is great. Okay, now getting into the other crazy quarterback news of this offseason. So couple things to break down. We got Tyrod Taylor signing a one-year deal with the Texans. Andy Dalton signing a one-year $10 million deal with the Chicago Bears and has just said today that the reason he chose the Chicago Bears uh, was because they told him that he would be the starter. And I just think it's fascinating that Andy Dalton is going to be starting for the Chicago Bears. That was not something I had on my 2021 bingo card. I was not mentally mentally prepared for that to happen. Um, Bears fans are not excited about this, and I I don't blame them. Uh, And with that, you have Mitch Trubisky, who just signed with the Buffalo Bills, which is another move I wasn't quite expecting. Uh, It'll be interesting to see the way the Bills are able to build him, because I'm not totally out on Mitch Trubisky yet. Um, I think a lot of people are. And I get it. Maybe it's the Ohio in me since he's a Clevelander, went to mentor. Uh, that makes me still kind of believe in him a little bit. But I'm not totally out out on him. Uh, so we'll see how Buffalo is able to, to build him there. Um, but that was kind of some, those moves right there. Andy Dalton and Mitch Trubisky both were very interesting ones that I didn't see coming. We also know with the Bears that they were actively pursuing Russell Wilson and tried to put up a, a decent deal for him, uh, but the Seahawks did not pull pull the trigger on that one. Uh, Russell Wilson, as of right now, is still with the Seahawks. It feels like they're not going to give him up. I wouldn't. Uh, I don't think you give up a quarterback like that. Uh, like I said, good quarterbacks don't grow on trees. Sometimes people act like there are just millions of good quarterbacks sitting around just waiting to play in an NFL game that you can pick up at a moment's notice, and that does just doesn't exist. So I don't th- think the Seahawks will be giving him up anytime soon. Um, all right, into... Some other free agency news, we have the Patriots just being completely out of control, like way out of control on signing every single free agent that's out there. I feel like they have signed like 30% of the big name free agents that have been out there so far, but hey, good for them. They want to make a a run for it again. They didn't like not having their dynasty last season, so I mean, it's working for them. Someone's got to do it. Uh, we have, oh, other quarterback news, Jameis Winston signing with the Saints. I kind of forgot to mention that one in the same breath as Drew Brees, but it does seem like the Saints very much like him and want to give him another shot there. So, uh, wasn't actually that surprised to see that. Um, and before I get into the Browns free agency news, uh, we have Carl Lawson to the Jets, who I I was surprised to see that because I thought he wanted to go to a contender, and I think we can collectively agree that the Jets are not a contender. I did I was interested in seeing him come to Cleveland, uh, but it looks like he took the money, which is fine. I respect that, but at some point, I just think people would want to go to winning teams at some point, and not the New York Jets. But what do I know? Okay, so getting in to the Browns free agency news. So there's at first there was little movement and now there has been a lot of movement, which has been so exciting. So we have 
The Browns signing John Johnson from the Rams to a three-year deal. Uh, Safety from the Rams, like I said. And I am super excited about this get. Uh, Number one, he had this great video on the Browns Twitter account. Go check it out if you haven't seen it. I think he is already experiencing the weight of Cleveland sports fandom and how excited people are when someone comes here because uh, he is coming from an LA, a city that doesn't really, I would say, care that much about their teams in the way that Cleveland uh, would care about their teams. So I think he's excited to come here and experience a city that really rallies around their team like that and is also, uh, you know, as he said in his video, has a winning culture right now, which is something that we were not able to say about the Browns for a really long time. Uh, But what I really like about John Johnson is, number one, his consistency. He did have some missed games with an injury in 2019, but he did not miss, I don't even think he missed a snap in 2020, uh, which is huge because especially at safety, we've had issues with injuries in general last season, and then you had COVID on top of that. So I think it's huge that he is able to, you know, consistently stay healthy, and that's something we definitely need. Uh, I also think it's very impressive coming from the Rams, a team that has a lot of playoff experience and also Super Bowl experience. So for someone who's as young as him, I believe he's maybe 25 years old, I want to say somewhere around there, uh, to have the playoff experience and the Super Bowl experience that he does is a huge deal and won't go unnoticed on a young roster that we have in Cleveland right now. So I think it's important that he's able to bring that perspective from outside. Uh, and he doesn't have to be, you know, 32 years old to bring that. He's young, uh, but is still bringing that perspective and experience. So I'm really, really excited about having him. Another one that just happened today, Troy Hill, uh, four-year deal, $24 million. Another guy from the Rams. It's funny, I was saying last season that if we could just take the Rams defense and pair it with the Browns offense, that we would win a Super Bowl. And it kind of feels like that's what we're doing, which is so exciting. I don't think the Rams were able to pay all of the people they wanted. I think they were over the salary cap. uh, So they're having some issues money-wise, and we will gladly take these talented defensive players off of your hands. Troy Hill, cornerback, Youngstown native, love an Ohio guy. He gets it. He's from, you know, Youngstown's not Cleveland, but it's an hour outside of Cleveland. So he gets it. He gets the vibe. He gets what we're about here in Northeast Ohio. Uh, So I'm sure he's excited to to come back to an area he he knows. Um, Big with him. He had three defensive touchdowns last year. Love to see that. We've needed help on our defensive secondary, and we got it. You know, last season when Ward was out with COVID, it was a struggle because we were going to be lacking on our secondary, and that was one guy being out. So we needed to fix that, and it feels like we are. Uh, So looking forward to seeing him play as well. Uh, another one we got is Tack McKinley, defensive end. We have a one-year deal with him. Um, I think it was $4.25 million, I want to say. But 
Also excited for him. I love his blunt interviewing skills. If you haven't seen that one video that just went viral, sort of viral on Twitter of him just answering, uh, I'm good to every question that the journalists were asking him. I kind of <laughs> sometimes respect the the short answers. Don't do it every time. But if you're having a bad day, I get it. I think it happens. And it's kind of funny to look back on those videos when the reporters are trying to get you to say anything. But you know, two words and you just keep rolling with it. Uh, but I think Tack will really fill the hole perfectly opposite of Miles Garrett. That was, again, one of the gaps that we were really needing and uh, he will fill that nicely. Uh, the one thing I am very excited about though is Hollywood. So this this one is one I have been waiting for during the off season and was praying that we were going to keep him around. But Richard Higgins signed a one-year $2.4 million deal, and I feel like he encompasses the heart and soul of the Cleveland Browns. He loves Cleveland. He loves Baker. He is excited to play here, and that's really what you want, um, especially in a receiver, you know, one of the flashier positions. It's nice to see someone so excited. Uh, the legendary celebration with Baker taking the picture of him in the end zone can continue to live on in infamy in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, hopefully they have an opportunity to maybe remake that again next season. Uh, but I'm excited for him. You know, the wide receiver market has been pretty weird during this free agency period so far. Not a lot of movement and traction happening. And I think partially due to the change of the salary cap. And, you know, you've a lot's just like not happening right now within the the wide receiver market. So I think we got a pretty good deal for him. He might have been looking to get paid a little more after performing pretty well uh, this past year and stepping up, especially once OBJ was injured. He really had to produce more than he was typically used to or was going to be expected to this season. Uh, so I was excited for him and the way he played all year, and I'm, I'm very excited that we have him back. I think. Uh, just from a morale perspective, that was an outstanding choice of, of bringing him back around as well, uh, especially for, for him and his guy, Baker. Um, okay, so the one other thing I did want to talk about is with Baker Mayfield um, and just his his future with the Browns in general. I think I might have talked about this some last episode as well uh, on what we do with Baker and his contract. Do we sign him now? Do we let him play another year and then sign him next offseason? What do we do? Uh, and I swear every single day I am continuing to change my mind on this topic because I've said this a million times, Baker Mayfield plays better when he has a chip on his shoulder, when he has something to prove. So part of me thinks that we wait here uh, for another year and then give him you know, his contract that he deserves uh, but I don't know if uh, that is going to be what happens. I also know that in the current quarterback market, like I mentioned, Dak got paid. Other quarterbacks you know, that are at a similar level to Baker are going to be getting paid, and Baker is going to be expecting his paycheck. But I also think that Baker wants to win, and Baker will sacrifice in ways that he needs to, just like a 
not, I'm not comparing him to Tom Brady, but Tom Brady sacrificed a lot money-wise throughout his career to keep the right weapons around him, which is what you have to do if you want to go out there and win Super Bowls. And I think Baker would totally be willing to do that uh, to keep the right weapons around him. Uh, he would take less money, in my mind, to do that. I'm not saying he shouldn't get paid, and I don't want to disrespect what he's done, but I think he would be willing to sacrifice if need be. Um, because Baker Mayfield is a winner and he wants to win and that's point blank it. I also think he gets paid plenty of money from his progressive commercials. So maybe he can really just focus in on the fact that he is making all of that money uh, and not have to worry about what he will be getting in his contract from the Cleveland Browns. Uh, so we'll see what happens and how that all plays out. I think, you know, that'll take some more time as we fill in the pieces we really need on our team right now. Um, obviously, we've already, the ones I mentioned, filled in a few of those defensive pieces that we've been looking for. Um, in the coming weeks, I'm sure I will be pulling together my mock draft. Uh, kind of, I, sometimes I pull together my mock draft earlier, and then all the free agency moves happen, and it changes everything that I was expecting to happen uh, in the NFL draft because teams' needs shift and change. So I'm waiting a little bit longer for more uh, moves to happen in free agency before I do that, but I'm sure I will go over all of my thoughts on the NFL draft hosted in the great city of Cleveland, Ohio. Um, on this podcast in the coming weeks. Um, but that is really all I have for you guys today. A lot of different things happening. I'm sure as soon as I'm done recording this, it's about 7.30 right now on Thursday evening. I'm sure as soon as I am done doing this, I will see another move that the Browns have made that I have missed. It's hard to keep up with it or a move another team has made that I missed you know uh, there's just things happening every second which is so exciting uh, and I am just counting down the days until the NFL season returns till we are back till people are in first energy stadium again I cannot wait for it um, because it feels like we are doing all of the right things I trust Andrew Barry and Kevin Stefanski with my life they are not going to overpay for anyone they shouldn't overpay for. They're not going to be chasing big names for too much money or the wrong things that we don't need. Uh, They're going to do what is best for us, and I have the full confidence in them at the end of the day, which is the best feeling in the world. So I'm not going to get too worried about truly anything that we have that feels a little bit off or missing right now on our roster because I think they're going to figure it out and I trust them which like I said the best feeling in the world it feels it is a good time to be a Cleveland Browns fan Um, but that is all I have for you guys today thank you so much for listening if you could please share with a friend uh, leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts follow, subscribe, do all of that good stuff. I really appreciate it. Uh, Keep paying attention to all the news and we'll see what happens. But in the meantime, go Browns.